Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, May 30th. President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy have a deal to raise the debt ceiling. But there's still a lot of work to be done to get the bill to the president's desk. So it was a Saturday night of a three-day holiday weekend at the unofficial kickoff of summer, where the President of the United States and the Speaker of the House announced and unveiled a deal to avoid default, which would be the first default in American history and could wreak havoc on the American economy. And so that is good news, except that we knew that was just going to be the very first part of this process. You may remember on the podcast last week, I said when a deal arrives, that's when things start to fall apart. Now, it doesn't look like things are falling apart, actually. It looks like this may be on course to get to the president's desk, but there is a lot of noise and drama around it. Remember, the other big development over the weekend was that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen extended the so-called X date. So now the U.S. is not anticipated to hit default until June 5th. So lawmakers got an extra five days of breathing room here. Today, the legislation that has this new deal as a part of it went before the House Rules Committee, as does any big legislation before it can make it to the House floor. Now, as I said, there's a lot of noise and drama on the conservative right and the progressive left around this deal. So the question for Biden and McCarthy for this week, as it makes its way through the Capitol, the legislation, is will the center hold? All signs are at this recording that it will. But that has not stopped some Conservative Republicans who think the spending cuts don't go far enough from saying they're not going to support the legislation. And some progressive Democrats are annoyed with President Biden's dealmaking here with some of the provisions that ended up in the bill. And we'll get to that in just a moment. On Sunday, Biden, of course, celebrated the deal while pointing out it was a true compromise. I think it's a really important step forward. And it takes uh, the threat of catastrophic default off the table protects our hard-earned and historic economic recovery. And the agreement also represents a compromise, which means no one got everything they want. Speaker McCarthy went on Fox News this morning to sell this deal. We're actually going to spend less money this year than we spent last year. This is the biggest cut in American history that we vote for. I'm not quite sure what else they want to go. I think we've got to look at where the victories are. Now, the reality is Kevin McCarthy knew he was never going to have his full conference on board with any legislation that raises the debt ceiling. There are some Republican members who just would never vote for such a thing. And he understands that some in his conference in the House Freedom Caucus and elsewhere are so committed to dramatic spending cuts, the kinds of which would never get the signature of a Democratic president. So He understood he was never going to have all of his party on board, but his goal was to come up with something where he could get a majority of the majority, a majority of Republicans in Congress on board with it, and then make up the rest of the votes needed for passage with Democratic votes. We'll see if he gets there, but it is clear that those House conservatives are none too pleased with this bill. Take a listen to Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. This deal 
fails, fails completely. And that's why these members and others will be absolutely opposed to the deal and we will do everything in our power to stop it. Now, two sources told CNN that the Republican leadership, the whip team, they think they have about 150 plus House Republicans on board. So that would cross that majority of the majority threshold. But those in the House Freedom Caucus who are not going to be supporting this bill are also starting to raise questions about whether or not the House Republican leadership needs reassessment in the aftermath of this. Listen to Chip Roy of Texas. We've got to re-look at how our leadership structure is in place. We can't do what we're doing right now. So we're going to have to rethink it all. Now, remember, when Kevin McCarthy took 15 rounds of voting to actually win the speakership back in January, he had to make concessions and agreements with some hardline conservatives in order to get the votes necessary to be speaker. One of those concessions was this notion of vacating the chair. Remember, where any one member of the House can initiate a vote to remove Kevin McCarthy as speaker. As I said, Democratic votes are going to be needed here. And House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat from New York, said that he still has to sell this deal to progressives, but he's confident the votes will be there to avoid default. Listen to what Progressive Congressman Jamal Bowman of New York told my colleague Wolf Blitzer yesterday about the bill. So I have some serious concerns about the deal, Wolf, and my team and I are still reviewing it. But one of the major concerns is on non-defense discretionary spending. While the defense budget continues to go up, our ability to feed our children goes down. So the White House is playing defense when it comes to these progressive criticisms, trying to mitigate this growing into a larger progressive unrest. Take a listen to what the White House Deputy Director for the National Economic Council, Bharat Ramamurthy, told CNN Today. I think that this is the capstone to a set of incredible progressive accomplishments over the last two years. Now, many center, center-left Democrats have said they're going to support this bill, including the caucus called the New Democrats, and also sources told CNN the Problem Solvers Caucus, which is bipartisan with centrist Republicans and Democrats, are largely expected to support the bill also. That means roughly about 100 Democrats could be in favor of this bill. And that certainly, if indeed Republicans have that 150 number, will be enough to get the bill out of the House. So what is in this bill? Well, it raises the debt ceiling for two years through January 1st, 2025, meaning through the next presidential election. We should not have this drama again. The legislation takes non-defense spending and keeps it flat in fiscal year 2024 and an increase by 1% in fiscal year 2025. So no spending increase, keeping this Non-defense spending totally flat is one of the victories that Kevin McCarthy is pointing to here. Funding for veterans health care is protected in this bill. The agreement also does expand work requirements for certain adults receiving food stamps, which is something that is causing great consternation among progressives. But work requirements would not be introduced for those who rely on Medicaid, something that House Republicans had called for initially in the bill they passed. It also claws back about $28 billion in unused COVID-19 funding and cut some funding that was going to the IRS 
for more agents, also a key House Republican priority. The agreement would not make any changes to the Inflation Reduction Act's climate and clean energy provisions, a big win for Biden and the White House in these negotiations. It also expedites the creation of a natural gas pipeline in West Virginia, something Senator Joe Manchin said he was quite happy about today. We should note Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has expressed support for this bill, and he has said that he will work to get it on the Senate floor when it arrives from the House. When this bill arrives in the Senate, it is my plan to bring it to the floor as quickly as possible for consideration. Senators must be prepared to act with urgency to send a final product to the president's desk before the June 5th deadline. So remember, there may be a few more bumps on the way before the House can actually pass this legislation. We'll watch those closely. The Senate will be a whole other matter since any one senator can sort of gum up the work. So we'll see if everyone on Capitol Hill is focused on the fact that avoiding default with this June 5th deadline is indeed the priority and getting the bill to the president's desk so that doesn't happen will be the crucial mission at hand. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.